0: Leighton, Felder, Bach, and Moore, Attorneys at Law, 58 East 42nd Street, Suite 1800, New York, New York, 10016. Catherine Marie Fontaine, 304 Broadview, Apartment 14, Abilene, Texas, 79601. Dear Miss Fontaine, I am acting as the executor of the estate of Mr. Harold Hopewell, whose last will and testament was entered into probate in the surrogate's court, New York County, State of New York. I write to inform you of certain assets bequeathed to you pursuant to Mr. Hopewell's last will and testament, to wit, the services of our firm's investigators in pursuit of the location and situation of your daughter, Aurora Daffodil Fontaine. Our investigators will be in touch with you when they have located your daughter. Please do not hesitate to contact me with any questions regards frederick bach esq chapter one unit fourteen sold to the lady the auctioneer pointed at blue but she knew she was no lady didn't even want to be you made a mistake murmured monty c the only name she knew him by when their paths crossed her fellow mini storage scavenger had a high opinion of himself and his judgment If she had a lick of sense, she'd probably listen to him. He'd been doing this much longer than she had, mining other people's misfortune, assessing with a cool eye from the open door of a storage building what possible treasure lay inside. Usually there was none. Often he was right. But her nose was getting stronger the way her body had long ago. She couldn't have survived being locked away if she hadn't found a way to tie muscle to bone to make a hard casing she could live in her shell was nearly fossilized now what was left of her heart and her spirits couldn't leak out any more thank the stars she couldn't get enough of seeing yet as long as that casing held she was safe from the mistakes that had cost her everything she'd once loved ever the optimist monty smirked opportunist blue countered you know there's something interesting in this one you can feel it just as i can so why'd you let me win He turned old eyes to her, sexy eyes. Monty was not an unhandsome man, but he possessed a ragged edge that made him eligible to share her bed. No poetry, no illusions for her. She didn't want courting, she just liked to scratch an itch now and again. Soft and sweet didn't grate the edge off an itch, but rough and raw would. Except, she would run into Monty too often. A workplace affair it would be, and any fool knew those never ended well. You don't want me, I promise. Might do you permanent damage. His mouth turned up a tick. You don't scare me, Blue. Only because you're a romantic. As he chuckled and shook his head, she moved on past him. Time's wastin', boy. I'm gonna prove just how bad you messed up. I'll tell you about my treasure next time we meet. She waved at him over her shoulder and started wading into the debris of a life. She would never use what she learned against anyone. Never. She just liked building a picture from fragments, sort of like a jigsaw puzzle with half the pieces missing, or Wheel of Fortune, at which she was extremely gifted. Lives got scattered sometimes. Valuable pieces were tossed to the wayside by people who didn't understand that history was important, that missed connections could be crucial. One piece, one hint, one clue could make a difference. Make a person fit and know who they were, as she never had. She would pack up the mementos, but first, she always needed to pore over them. Each was a clue to a life, each a link to all she no longer had—home, family, daughter. But she couldn't think about the little girl she'd abandoned the day she'd been locked in a cell, thinking of her dainty blonde princess would kill her where she stood. So she focused on the contents of the locker instead. A moth-eaten army green Eisenhower jacket from World War II— She stroked the insignia her friend Kitty would know on sight, and which Blue regretted that she didn't. She set aside the jacket for her friend. Kitty had been a WASP pilot, and her late husband a Marine who survived Guadalcanal. The two of them knew more about toughness than Blue could ever hope to learn. Kitty had taken over Ralph's military memorabilia business, and while this jacket might not be salvageable, Kitty could at least scavenge the patches from it, in return from her next winning bid kitty would barter recovered family photos she would normally trash blue did not allow herself to think of all those she could not save